Stop the presses. Stop the presses. I've always wanted to say that. (laughs) But seriously, stop the presses because J.A. Happ and the Yankees, this is breaking news, J.A. Happ and the Yankees have come to an agreement on a three-year deal. Haven't heard what the money is yet, but he will be a Yankee for the next three years. Whoa. Crazy town, right? I know there was a lot of talk earlier about Hap coming back to the Yankees, but then with all of the Syndergaard talk and Kluber talk, it seemed that it wasn't going to happen. And one of those guys, uh, Kluber or Bauer, um, would be a Yankee before Hap. So this is pretty, pretty interesting. And it's going to be, like I said, a three-year deal. And Hap will be, at the end of the contract, 38. So Yankees obviously thinking he is the better option, the best option for that role. And I'm sure there's going to be a big outcry from Yankee fans because everyone thought they were going to make a big splash. And who knows, maybe they still would, Um, you know, because as of right now, your rotation is going to look like this. Severino, Paxton, Tanaka, Hap, and CeCe. So it's pretty solid you know, if Hap has a year like he did last year, at least when he came over to the Yankees. Actually, what, what Mario, look up what his final stats were. But he had a really solid year. And the guy knows how to pitch. He had that blip in the playoffs. And I think that's what a lot of Yankee fans are going to say. They're going to say, you know, great being 7-0 and down the stretch for the Yankees. But... You got to do it in the playoffs, right? That is what New York is all about, is getting it done in the playoffs. But, you know, maybe he just was a little bit off. Maybe he can turn that around and be solid. Everybody thought the Phillies were going to sign him. And we see that that's not the case. Yankees in a kind of surprising move, going for Hap, and I think in a lot of ways it speaks volumes about him that the Yankees are willing to go three years with him to make him uh, 38 instead of going for the larger money contract with someone younger like Corbin. Interesting, interesting stuff. So, like I said, you never know what the Yankees are going to do. They, they could make another splash, but I don't, I don't see that happening now. Um, I think that's going to be your set rotation because you just signed CeCe, so he's not going anywhere. And you've got, you just got Paxton, which doesn't that seem like it was so long ago that the Paxton deal went on? Um, feels like years ago because there's been 
feel like there's been so much stuff going on with the hot stove. And obviously Severino's not going anywhere. And Tanaka's not going anywhere. So that looks like your starting rotation. Goodbye, Thor. Goodbye, Kluber. And goodbye, Bauer. Unless, for some reason, there is a major injury uh, early in the year and the, and the Yankees need to make a trade or at the deadline. And, you know, unfortunately with baseball, that's what happens. It's, it's so many injuries can occur during the year and change a team's uh, trajectory, change their season. And you never know what's going to happen at the trade deadline. Yankees are always active there when they are in competition for a title. And it is a really interesting development. I checked the news this morning, and that was one thing I was not expecting to happen. Because like I said, the Phillies, I thought, were the front runner with Hap. And that's where he had started. And I thought maybe the Phillies, you know, their owner had that quote saying that they were going to spend stupid money, um, which is funny to hear from an owner. It's, uh, it's cool if you're a player, you're like, oh, <laughs> the Phillies, open up your wallet. <clears throat> so the Hap deal, I'll be curious as to see how much money that is. I'm going to figure that Hap is going to be... Hmm, let's see. They signed CC for what? Was it 10? 10? 12? I'm not sure. So what do you give Hap with this, with this market? Is he getting 15? Is that going to be a $45 million deal? You like that math? That's right. <laughs> um Mario shaking his head. He likes he likes the math facts when I when I bust those out. <laughs> those complicated math facts. Um, and is that I don't even know that that's what my son's homework says. It's math facts, but maybe that's just like the simple ones. And that, that one's pretty simple, right? But <laughs> oh, but anyway, getting back to it. So Yankees saving some money there when you look at what they potentially could have been spending on other pitchers. And that gives them more flexibility to spend more money. And now I think they are definitely going to make a run at Machado. And he's meeting them. Uh, there's, there's supposedly six teams now. You've got the White Sox, the Phillies, the Yankees. And then there's three other teams that they have not, uh, no one has announced uh, who they are. And like I said yesterday, Yankees are supposed to be the last one. So, you know, sometimes the last one is the is the one that always gets it, right, in certain things, <laughs> unbaseball related. It's like the last one leaves you with the, the biggest impression. And then I don't know if you saw when, when Corbin was at Yankee Stadium, they, when these guys come in, they put their name, they put their, um, their images up with the Yankee hat on and their name on the jumbotron, and it's that's got to be an awesome feeling, right? Going in and seeing yourself up on Yankee Stadium, and maybe everybody does that. I don't know. I just have only seen the Yankee uh, photos 
of that. But that would be really, really cool. Um, maybe we'll, Mario, maybe one day we will get sponsorship from the Yankees or we'll get hired by Yes and they could bring us in to negotiate the contract and they put us up on the Jumbotron. But dude, that would be awesome. Although, Mario, you might have to shave your beard because that's Yankee policy. (laughs) Oh, what do you guys think? Mario, should he shave the beard since he's a Yankee fan and they don't allow beards? (laughs) You can always reach out to us. YankeeCrazyPodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, YankeeCrazyPodcast. And Twitter, YankeeCrazyPod. Always a route to send us a message and let us know. So maybe we'll even have a Twitter poll. uh, Should Mario shave his beard? (laughs) He's shaking his head. He's like, dude, you really are crazy. But let's move on. So... I was thinking, in light of all these things that we've learned so far at the winter meetings, and it's only Wednesday, too, so it's a lot of people are saying they're boring, uh, this year's winter meetings. I don't know. This kind of stuff always gets me all fired up. Um, So I think it's pretty exciting. Maybe I'm trying to think if there's other years where there were really bigger deals going on can't recall, but I always felt that this is the week that people, quote, kick the tires and see what's going on, talk to all the GMs and, and figure, figure things out and start making decisions the following week. But Yankees obviously making a decision this week with Hap, probably because he had a lot of people wanting him. So if you look at the Yankees lineup and in light of all this stuff, let's see what's going to happen. You've got Sanchez at catcher, although there were all those rumors of JT uh, Realmuto, but that's not going to happen now. At least it looks like it's not going to happen. If it does, there could be something crazy. Supposedly, the Mets gave an ultimatum, um, the Marlins gave an ultimatum to the Mets saying, if you guys don't do something for Real Muto, we are sending him off to one of your competitors in the NL East. So we'll see how uh, that shakes out. But highly doubtful that the Yankees are going to get him uh, because then, you know, I think you'd have to ship off Sanchez. It would just be a little too crazy there. Right. If you tried to do like Sanchez at DH, then you know you could put Stanton. Well, you know, let's let's take a look at this. If you put Real Muto at catcher, and you put Sanchez at DH full time, and then you put Stanton out in left field, I guess that's a possibility. Uh, you know, you upgrade the defense there. Uh, Because we know Gary's defense is a a little bit lacking in that department, to put it nicely. And if that were to occur, it it just, I don't know if I like Stanton in 
left field full time. Although he's super athletic, and he, I'm sure he can do it. He, you know, he played right. Just, a, I think last year he played the position really well when he was out there. He did have that hamstring issue in the year, and I'm not sure what that was from. Um, but I don't know. Is that a concern? Do you not want him out in left field because of that? But you think he's a young guy. He should. He should. He should not have hamstring issues. He's got to, uh, I don't know, get the strength and conditioning coach there. Start doing some leg curls. We need to do some more squats, some deadlifts. (laughs) Uh, No, he's in great shape. I don't know what it was, but that would not be such a bad plan now that I'm thinking of it. Hmm. Okay, well, that's a scenario. Let's move on. So first base... Bird and Voigt, are they going to compete? Is it Voigt's job to lose at this point? Not sure how that's going to shake out. Uh, You know, who knows? Yankees could make a big splash with that. And who knows? Ship off both of those guys to get a different first baseman. I was a huge, huge, huge... You spell that Y-U-G-E the way I say it. Huge fan of Greg Bird's. But Greg Bird just, he didn't have it last year. And and Aaron Boone stuck with him for a long time. And then Voigt came in and was, did did a fantastic job. His offense was on fire and really helped the Yankees out. Not sure if they are so confident going into the season with Voight at first. His defense needs some work. He's not the best defender. And like I always say, first base, I think, is a really, you know, I think it's a critical position to have someone really good playing first. Teams have done it with just average first baseman, but I just think it really helps you win more games when you've got a great defender over there like uh, uh, Mark Teixeira or Don Mattingly or Tino Martinez, all great defenders. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. Second base. Second base now. Now, the next part, you got second base, shortstop, and third. That is going to be really interesting. So, if, if the Yankees get someone... For, to play shortstop for Didi Gregorius while he's out till you know who knows what they're saying August possibly maybe end of July. Keep Glaber at second, and then if you sign someone to play shortstop, then you've got Andujar at third base. And big talk is if they get Machado. And he plays short until Didi comes back. But then what? He shifts over to third. And what do you do with Andujar? Andujar, yeah, a lot of people are were ready to ship him off in any deal uh, for Syndergaard, which I can see. And I think it would be, you know, for someone like Syndergaard, even with the injury history, you, you still take a chance with him on that. Um, but Andujar is, he's a really good player. He got voted by the players as Rookie of the Year. He came in second in the writers' votes. But 
the guy can hit. His defense is lacking, but he still he still made some good plays. He's he's a little bit of a liability there, but I think he's not complete liability. So some people talked about putting him over at first base. I don't know if he could play the position. Uh, again, like I said, you want one of your best defenders. At least I, for my team, I want one of my best defenders over there at first base. But sticking Andujar at, um, at DH, that could be an option too. Um, you know, just really focus on his amazing skills as a hitter. Shortstop, though, if you if you were to do that, and then Machado, you're I'm guessing he would be okay going. He'd have to you'd have to talk to him if you wanted to sign him and say, listen, this is what's going to happen. You're going to go to third, and he's had a lot of talk about staying it short, but. Maybe in this situation with the Yankees, he would be open to it. Kind of like how A-Rod came over and played third base. You know, he was a shortstop, but he knew he wasn't, you know, Yankees told him straight up, you're not having Jeter go to third. You're playing third. So we shall see. It is, it is interesting how this is all going to uh come to be for the 2019 season so then if we go to the outfield you've got if if um, some of these scenarios are working out you have the option of Stanton in left field or Clint Frazier or a combo there's uh, you know uh, the Brian uh, Brian (laughs) Um, Bryce Harper no actually I was going with Brian Cashman Brian Cashman came out this week and he said that Harper is not an option. Yankees won't be going for him. So that, and that's another thing where maybe he's saying that and all of a sudden the Yankees are going to come back and say, nah, I was just kidding around. (laughs) We do want Bryce Harper. But if what he's saying is true, Bryce Harper is out of the equation. And in the outfield, you could have Gardner, who is not going to be your everyday left fielder, he unless someone's hurt, uh, you know, could be platoon, could be a super sub, give some guys some days of rest. He can still play center and give Hicks a day off. But I would like to see Clint Frazier up as another outfielder. Clint's one of my favorite Yankees right now. Um, and Stanton, like I said, and then you go over to center, and you've got Hicks. Supposedly, a lot of teams have asked Brian Cashman about Hicks, but I think unless it's some crazy deal that the Yankees are getting a really, like, top-flight player, they are just so invested in Hicks and have stuck with him for this long that he's not going anywhere. In my, I think, I think he's not going anywhere. Um, you've got Ellsbury, and who knows what he's doing. Uh, you know, I don't know what his current status is. The Yankees have that big insurance policy on him, so they're probably like, dude, <laughs> you're not coming back. Just chill in Florida and just 
collect your paychecks and we will collect our paychecks from the insurance company. Don't even think <laughs> about saying you're getting healthy. Um, you know, kind of like what Carl Pavano did for them. Although, uh, oh man, Carl Pavano. He, Ellsbury wasn't like Carl Pavano. I would, uh, I would guess that Ellsbury is actually trying to come back to play because I think he wants to, but maybe not. Maybe he's, he's not. But if you remember Carl Pavano, he signed a, a pretty big deal coming over from the Twins, right? Is that where Pavano? Yeah. Twins? I think so. I can't remember now. Twins or Indians? One of those central teams. And he got hurt. He, he pitched like <laughs> he pitched like three games for the Yankees for over three years. Something crazy like that. And while he was in Florida rehabbing, <laughs> put that in quotes, rehabbing, he dude was partying. He was going nuts down there. He, he's like, I think he, one of the things is he got into a car accident and there were like models in his car. So that dude was just down in probably Miami. Yankees are in Tampa Bay. He was probably just over in Miami just partying on South Beach. He was, oh man, what a bust. Had a lot of potential. I thought he would, he thought he would really be a good uh, acquisition for the Yankees, but nope, did not happen. So <laughs> Ellsbury's reminded me of, of Carl Pavano in this case. So, and you know, moving on, we got Judge in right field. He's not going anywhere. So that's that's how the the lineup is going to shake shape up. I think uh, a lot of question marks about what the Yankees will continue to do in this hot stove season. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? We will keep our finger on the pulse of the hot stove and I'm sure something else will come up. My next update, hopefully for you guys, I will have the J.A. Happ uh, deal. See what type of money he's getting. See if I am correct at 15. If he gets more than that, I would be a little surprised. Although maybe they had to overpay to get him away from the Phillies. Although he wanted that third year. And originally all the talk was that the Yankees only wanted to go two years for him. But maybe they saw that this market was closing up and they're like, all right, we can't lose another pitcher here. So let's just go out and sign him and at least we'll have a better starter than Sonny Gray. <laughs> Which, oh, Sonny Gray. Speaking of Sonny Gray, where is he going to go? Supposedly a lot of teams are asking about him. Uh, one in particular is the Padres they're talking about. And the Padres, believe it or not, have a really amazing minor league system. There is a lot of talent there. The Padres can make some deals. And Sonny Gray might do really well there. I can see like the headlines, something about Sonny San Diego, right? Maybe some some Ron Burgundy-ism in there. <laughs> oh, man. Ron Burgundy. 
He, if you've never seen that, that's another movie that just stop listening right now. Pause, pause the podcast and go watch Anchorman. He is, Will Ferrell is just, he is the funniest guy. He is one of the funniest guys. Like so many of his movies are in my top favorites. As, as my wife, Susanna says, I am such a, a, a stupid comedy aficionado. <laughs> I love stupid comedies. Let's rattle off. Let's see. Will Ferrell in Old School, which is just, that movie's just legendary. Um, Elf, which we watched the other night. That, that movie just never gets old. I can watch that every Christmas and crack up like I've never seen it ever before. Um, Anchorman, it's really funny. You know, I've always loved using the uh, Stay Classy San Diego line. That is just awesome. And and when he's like Scotch, 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 <laughs> right? Mario's Mario's laughing. He's got like that. We are Scotch fans. And speaking of which, that gets me to sponsorships. We Mario, check check the email, check the hotline. We, you know, we do have one of those red phones in Batman. You remember Batman? The oh, like I'm talking old Batman. I'm not talking like, and I'm not like even saying Michael Keaton Batman. I'm not saying George Clooney Batman. Not old like that. I'm talking like old, old Adam West, where they had the red phone, um, the TV series that was like crazy. And when I was a kid, I could not watch. I love that show. Uh, it, was, it was one of my favorite shows, but. If it was an episode with the Joker in it, I couldn't watch it. The Joker really freaked me out. And who was that? Um, uh, it was a pretty famous actor of, of that time. Um, something Caesar. Caesar Caesar something was his first name. And that dude was an awesome Joker. If you see it now, it's kind of like, dude, you were really, really good in character. Um, but I used to watch it. And I would, I think I, I'm starting to remember this. This is coming back to me a little bit. I think I used to watch it um, from behind a chair. And I think I used to be able to like listen to it and see the parts with Batman, but then like hide behind a chair every time that the Joker came onto the screen. So, <laughs> oh man, funny things you can remember. And then I don't even remember this episode, but... If you go go Google this one, go go YouTube this one, the one where Batman goes up against the Joker in a surfing contest, and it's so bad, it's awesome. They've got these like they they show like just <laughs> a fake these fake like close ups. I think they I think they had someone actually paddle out with the costumes on, but then that was it. And then it was just like them, like standing up, uh, pretending to surf. Oh man, that's, that's really, really bad. But anyway, what were we on? We were on scotch and we are still, I, I wanted Mario to check the hotline to see if, uh, Fireball has called to sponsor us yet. And no, no, nothing from them yet. Okay. So we haven't heard from them, but if you're a scotch uh, distiller, 
and you want to sponsor us, there's actually a local one where, where we are that we haven't gone yet, Mario. I think we need to, to hit that up and maybe say to them, be like, dude, do you want to sponsor us? Anyway, we are open to sponsorships. And that leads me to end the episode and have you guys stay tuned for someone who actually is our sponsor. Okay? So stay tuned. It's how we pay the bills around here. That's how we can afford to uh, give you guys all this valuable, <laughs> valuable Yankee information and all of these tangents that I go on about. Are they Yankee related? Not, not really. Sometimes they are. <laughs> Many times they're not. And maybe you guys like it. Maybe you guys don't. Um, if you don't, I'm going to guess you're not going to listen. But if you do, subscribe to us on um, Apple Podcasts. Uh, there's Anchor Podcasts. There's a whole bunch that we are on. Um, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. Um, yeah, there, there, there's like a whole bunch where you can find us. So go check all those other people out. And like I said, listen to our sponsorship. Oh, what I was getting at was Apple Podcasts. Go on there and leave us a five-star rating, right? Don't you want to do that? Don't you want to do that for your boys? Yes. Go do that. That'll help out. And then tell your friends. And hashtag us, Yankee Crazy Podcast. Okay, be like these guys really are crazy, <laughs> and they're not just Yankee crazy; they are just crazy. All right, guys, I'll leave you with that. So, stay tuned. More winter meeting updates, and let's go Yankees.